This is episode 120, Opening to the Divine Mother and Awakening to the Rosary. Woman Awake is a soul-led journey of awakening through motherhood and womanhood. Woman Awake explores the soul-based, spirit-fueled, somatic and energetic journey of awakening, of consciousness. The power of an awakened woman lives in her life alignment, her inner attunement and her embodied transformation. This is not just my journey, but it is ours, and together we seek to free our mind, feel our body, feed our soul, and to hear our heart. As women, as mamas, we seek clarity, we embrace the truth, we dive into the discomfort of our shadows, we honor our healing, and we be fully with our humanness whilst also being in our divinity too. Hey beautiful ones, welcome to this week's episode of Woman Awake. This is the last episode for a couple of weeks whilst I take a little break because there is a lot that is happening at my end that will be coming over to you very soon. In summary, and just in case this is for you, the Temple Space Doors, which is my twice monthly ceremonies that are curated and offered to you as a space to be in ceremony with the divine and with yourself, with your body, with your breath, a place to come home to soul that works with some of the most beautiful practices, sacred body practices, light language, celestial communications, EFT, energy medicine, breath work, all of that delicious stuff in two ceremonies each month. So that beautiful portal is opening again for the next intake, which is August, September and October. So stay tuned because I'll be sharing more about that soon. In addition, Attunement, the Art of Holding Space, which is an immersion that is for the coaches, the healers, the practitioners, the guides, the teachers, all those yet to become that but craving to be in those spaces. This is a beautiful immersion spanned across two weeks. We'll be diving into the beautiful art of holding space and attuning to your clients and your circles and your containers and your groups and being in this state of deep presence and listening so that you can refine your craft and how to best serve. So that's open. The cart for that is open and we kick off August 14th. Oh, and so much more is brewing. (laughs) I have some spaces opening up soon for a mentorship mid-July. I've got three spaces for those that want to work one-on-one with me. And I also have this nudge to run another round of I Am The Remedy before 2022 is finished or something else quite similar, something that's really going to take us into that beautiful Magdalene womb yoga space. But today's episode is what we're going to dive into now and I'm really interested to hear how this is received if I'm honest. And it's just really a private inner musing that I'm having around the pathway that I have been walking that's led me to a deeply reverent and passionately love-filled space for the Divine Mother. So let me just start here. I never imagined that my own mother and her devotion to Mother Mary would have such a deep impact on my own spiritual path. As I've shared before many times, I grew up in a household with a very religious mum. My mum is originally from Lebanon where 
the main religion there is Maronite Christian. So the Virgin Mary or Mother Mary is is the heroine. She is the hero of that religion. She is the goddess that they worship. So I've always grown up being exposed to my mother's love and passion and reverence. She speaks of and talks to the Mother Mary frequently and prays the rosary every single day, attends church almost every single day. I never really knew how much of an impact it would make because I always connected Mother Mary as just this isolated, singular, feminine energy that was directly linked to Catholicism. And whilst I don't actually have any judgment over those who are passionate about the the Catholic religion, I'm not quite aligned to the church. So I never really fathomed and quite understood until a few years ago that the Divine Mother, including Mother Mary, in all of her forms and all other goddesses and their energies, would come calling for me. When I first received Mary Magdalene in 2014, through a vision whilst heavily pregnant with my daughter Soleil, meditating on the beach, (laughs) I actually had no idea what would be activated in me. Today there is a deep and reverent love for the Divine Mother, and that is not isolated to just Mother Mary, but it includes her. Goddesses from all time, space, and dimensions, the divine feminine presence that is the life force of all, which, to be honest, began deepening slowly through my entry into motherhood as Mary Magdalene guided me into that space, but most potently around three or four years ago when I started to embark on actual dedicated work with Mary Magdalene, the Magdalene womb yoga training that I'm now a teacher of, the Magdalene Priestess training that I'm in in the middle of and will continue to be within for the next couple of years for sure. I just didn't know that this was calling at me in this way. And to be honest, if somebody had said to me a few years ago, you're going to create and cultivate a very deep relationship with the Divine Mother and it's going to change you, or I should say, return you back home, (laughs) I probably would have scoffed at that, to be honest. Something happened around 2012... 2011, there felt like this huge surge of talk around the feminine. And whilst I love it and loved it at the time, I wasn't quite connected to it. And I also thought maybe it was a little bit too hippie or woo for me, to be honest. What I didn't also know is that this deep relationship or deepening relationship with the Divine Mother, with the creator of all the creatress, I should say, of all, with Source in the divine feminine essence or energy, I didn't know that it was also going to deepen my love for Gaia and for this earth and for people, for humanity and for my experience as a human on earth. When previously I had been quite disconnected from the earthly experience and wanting to leave my body and simply just be up in the cosmic realms, I didn't know the depth of aliveness and grounding that was available for me, that I would feel that I would access by walking this spiritual path, walking alongside the Divine Mother into the cosmic womb, back home to the void of all, to be held once again by the Mother and to feel like I could rest easy in her embrace. I also couldn't foresee how this would shape my own mothering and my relationship to the Mother Archive, 
archetype, sorry, and to all of the rites of passage that us women move through and those of us that identify as women as well. And this, of course, is across all areas of life. And, of course, I want to add here that there's a deeper understanding of how... I guess I have a deeper understanding of how we have shut down and suppressed and disconnected and closed off from the mother in everything that we do, from the way that we eat to how we live to how we commune to how we connect to how we work to how we relate... I've always had this feminist streak in me and had an understanding of the patriarchal culture that we live within, but it's only now that I can fully see that this is a direct disconnection from the mother, from these ancient spiritual cultures that revered the mother and placed her on this pedestal because all life comes from the mother and how so much of what is broken in our world is directly related to this disconnection. So as you can hear, there is a little bit of um, surprise and delight in my voice because there's so much that I just couldn't have known was coming for me. And maybe you're wondering why I'm sharing this with you. I'm sharing this with you because almost every woman that I speak to or every person I speak to feels this tug from the mother, feels this tug, whether it's Mother Mary that's calling them or the goddess Kali or any other Ascended Master, Joan of Arc, Saint, uh, Teresa de Avila, anyone that holds this feminine divine mother frequency. So many of us feel this tug or feel a connection with her already or feel a deepening with her and we are marveling at how she is calling us more into our bodies, more into our human experiences to, as opposed to pulling us out of it, more onto this earth, more into a divine relationship with nature and with the sentient beings that walk on this planet and how we relate to each other and how we love each other. I just want to share this with you in case you too are feeling this and to invite you to perhaps open up to the little nudges. I didn't go deep straight away with this journey. I just followed one little breadcrumb at a time. And each breadcrumb, as it started to feel natural and effortless and seamless in my world and in my body, then I would be ready for the next, the next breadcrumb, the next sign, the next directional point to walk towards. So this leads me to something really interesting I want to share with you now, which is the current breadcrumb that I'm following or that I've been following for a few months. As I mentioned to you earlier, my mother regularly prayed the rosary. I know off by heart all of the prayers of the rosary. I always have. I find that in times of distress, as an example, the other day driving across a highway on an incredibly windy and rainy day with my kids in the back and feeling quite panicked and almost feeling a panic attack coming on because it felt really scary to be driving this strip of road, I found myself automatically reciting the Hail Mary. So what I'm sharing with you here is during my Magdalene room yoga training, my beautiful teacher Anna presented the rosary to us in Aramaic. Aramaic is one of the oldest languages of the planet. It is the language that Yeshua and Mary Magdalene spoke themselves. It is directly linked to Arabic and Hebrew. And as you know, perhaps as a listener that's been here for a while, that my family speaks Arabic. So when Anna started sharing us the rosary in Aramaic, I found it to be a very beautiful practice, but it didn't tug at me. 
but it felt like a seed was planted, as everything that relates to the Divine Mother always feels like, this little seed, and sometimes that germination process takes a very, very long time. But recently, a few months ago, and I've read it now three times, I landed on a book called The Way of the Rose. And this book could not have been any more timely because it felt like the, the next piece of guidance from the Divine Mother. This book beautifully talks about the rosary not through the lens of Catholicism, but through the lens as an ancient practice that originally started as offerings to the Divine Mother, prayers and offerings made with flowers creating garlands of flowers or roses as an offering to the goddess that eventually and slowly moved into a beaded system that, of course, was around, as I'm sure I'm not surprised to hear, well before Catholicism. And something that also the church has tried to remove or discredit or disconnect. So here I am reading this book and feeling this activation, feeling this activation that the rosary is calling to me and having to work through my own triggers because as far as I'm concerned, this is a Roman Catholic church-related offering. But of course, I'm reading this book and it's telling me everything other than that. It's telling me it most certainly is not. And it's telling me it is directly related to the mother. So it's directly related to the mother. So as much as I don't want to, I find myself returning back to my teacher, Anna, and her lessons on the rosary in Aramaic and I choose to actually start reciting not as a religious practice but as a deeply spiritual sacred practice I choose to start reciting the rosary in Aramaic and the beads that I currently have are actually beads made from dried olive seeds that come from my father's olive farm olive tree farm back in Syria so they're very old beads so I've begun, begun reciting every day the rosary in Aramaic. And the prayers, the Lord's Prayer in Aramaic and Mary Magdalene's Prayer in Aramaic are actually quite different to the more Catholic traditional prayers that perhaps you're familiar with. And what I love is the women in priestess training with us that are doing this and many other people that I've shared this with, they are not Catholic they don't align with, align with that religion, but they align with the Divine Mother and they align with mantra and meditation as a form of prayer and consecrating their life and taking a moment to be in sacred pause. So here I am on another, following another thread, another breadcrumb of a deeply spiritual pathway back home to the Mother, spiraling back to the center of my heart and, of course, to the center of her heart of the Divine Mother, of the Sacred Mother, and meditating each day in a way that I didn't imagine I would, in a way that I watched my mother do my whole entire life. Seeds that she planted without the intention of me doing it. And of course, if she had pushed it on me, I wouldn't have wanted to know or witness it or even fathom it today because it was all just too religious and dogmatic for me back then. But here I am now in a deep love affair with another thread of ritual, of ceremony and spirituality that are coming together in my own way and that I'm weaving in my own way back into my own practice. And in that weaving, I can feel myself being woven back into the tapestry that is all of creation, all of the divine. 
And the most beautiful thing that's happening here is that I'm having this equally celestial cosmic journey as I connect with Mary Magdalene and Yeshua and Mother Mary and the Divine Mary and the Divine Mother and goddesses and descended masters and priestesses of light. I'm having this celestial cosmic journey and my vision is opening up and I'm seeing things and yet I feel more earthly and grounded and human than I have ever felt before. There is this experience of being filled with joy and grief, with light and shadow, with peace and chaos, with passion and purpose and pain. And the most potent feeling that I have is that I wouldn't have it any other way. I truly wouldn't. So here I am just sharing with you where I'm at on my journey, accessing and being with the divine. And at the same time, there's this beautiful masculine energy that's coming through my life as well that I'd love to share with you in another episode. But I also want to offer you this, this little piece of wisdom, perhaps, that I've only just really landed on. And that is to fully trust what's unfolding with you, within you and without any hurry. And to fully trust that sometimes you get led towards things and to embody and experience things that maybe you have a trigger around and that's part of the process. But if you open up to receive it, there might be something there for you that if you stay in that triggered space, that space of judgment with all the old stories circling around it, you might miss what's there. Because in praying the rosary, what I'm finding is this direct line of communication is opening up between me and the divine it feels like I'm in this deep, prayerful, consecrated, intentional, grounded and, and beautifully aligned space. I feel held, I feel trusted, I feel loved, I feel in trust, I feel faith-filled and it doesn't feel religious at all. It just feels like home. And who knows, who knows how long this will go on for, I don't know. I've got circling in the back of my head that maybe I will open a free community rosary circle where we can come in together and prayer and I'll teach you the Aramaic prayers and mantras. So if that jumps out at you, send me an email or, or message me on Instagram. But I just want to invite you just to stay open to whatever comes to you. Whatever is here for you is here for you and to not rush the process. It's one step at a time, one little breadcrumb at a time, one little offering feel those nudges and see where they take you. The resistance is what stops us from opening up to so much medicine that's here. And you're very aware because you're listening to this episode and this podcast that there is a massive shift happening on this planet and we are being asked to open up into ancient wisdom teachings that are here to be co-created with the new ways the new ways. It's not about going backwards. It's about bringing what has been lost from these ancient times, bringing it forward and weaving it together today with what is new. And for me, that's what this practice feels like. So thank you for allowing me to share this with you, for allowing me to offer you my insight into what I could never have imagined that I'm now experiencing and feeling and that I've opened up to. And I leave you with that. What could you never have imagined that you're opening up to and that you're now experiencing and living today? Thank you. I love you so much. Thank you for listening to Woman Awake. 
If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and ensure that Woman Awake lands in the hearts and ears of those that need it most. If you think of someone that needs this medicine, please do me a favor and share this on. You can find me over at clarabade.com slash podcast. Thank you for being a part of this journey of awakening.